This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. Good morning. You're listening to the Mac and Jack Sports Show on Northeast Streaming Sports. I want to welcome to the Mac and Jack Sports Debate Show here every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Good to have you with us. Good morning, Jack. How are you doing today? Good morning, Mac. All right, so Jack's back from his mini vacation that he had to get authorized by the bigwigs over here, which they were gladly let him go and do take care of his personal business. So he's back with me today. It's like old times. We'll see if Pags makes it in or not. If he doesn't, me and Jack will debate each other as we always have for the past, I don't know, two, three years, Jack. So let's see if we can get this going here. Um, first question I got for you. There's, I think there's a few maybe five to seven quarterbacks that are under a little pressure this year to, to perform well. But I took three because they're, they're talked about a lot, especially on this show. And the three the three quarterbacks I picked were Mac Jones, Dak Prescott, or Daniel Jones. Which of those three quarterbacks do you think is under the most pressure this year to perform, Jack? Well, Jones, Jones, and Prescott, let's take them one at a time. I mean, Daniel Jones – is under some pressure. Every quarterback is under some pressure, no matter how great they are, because there's certain expectations. But as far as Daniel Jones went, he got his contract in the offseason, Mac. He got money an X amount guaranteed. So the Giants are basically locked into Daniel Jones for the next three years. The next three years, they're basically locked into him. Maybe in the third year, they can move on from him if he's not performing. So let's say Daniel Jones has a below average year this year. He's not going to have a disastrous year. He's not that bad. But let's say he has a subpar year, not a good year. Okay, He's still a Giant quarterback next year. The Giant fan base isn't going to give up on him. They're going to want him to improve. They're going to point back to last year when he had a good year. And they're going to want him to make certain adjustments. So he's, he's fine at least for this year and next year. So he's not under a tremendous amount of pressure compared to some other quarterbacks. Mac Jones is under more pressure. If he doesn't have a good year with a new offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien there, there's a reasonable chance he won't be the quarterback next year. And there's a reasonable chance he might not finish out as the starter this year because the Patriots made a great acquisition they got Matt Corral, you know, who was released basically by the Carolina Panthers. They picked him up off waivers because the Panthers didn't want to carry three quarterbacks because they drafted Bryce Young number one overall. They have Andy Dalton as a backup. And that made Matt Corral expendable. Matt Corral was taken with the third overall pick in the draft uh, a couple of years ago, but he got gotten injured unfortunately, and because he was hurt, he missed last year, but now he's healthy. New England picked him up, and they hold him in high enough regard, New England, that both Zappi and Malik Cunningham on the practice squad, they, and they exposed both those guys to waivers, and when no one claimed them, New England reclaimed them and put them on the practice squad, but Matt Corral is the number two quarterback on that team right now. So, but, so Mac Jones is under a certain amount of pressure because his relationship, Mac, with Belichick was kind of a little spotty, right. okay? But supposedly with Bill O'Brien as a go-between, it's better now. So we'll see with Mac Jones. The guy under the most pressure is Dak Prescott. You could say he's going to be the Dallas quarterback next year no matter what. You can say that, but the Dallas fan base is impatient. They're more impatient than the Giant fan base and the New England fan base. Not that they necessarily want to win any more than the Giant and New England fan base. Every fan base wants to win. But the Dallas fan base is unhappy with two 12 and 5 seasons in a row. Think of that. 12 and 5, two years in a row, and they're unhappy. So if Dak Prescott doesn't get it done, this year, he doesn't perform at a high level, okay? And the team doesn't reach a Super Bowl this year. 
the pressure is going to mount on Dak Prescott, especially since he's coming up on a new contract. Jerry Jones is getting edgy. And we're going to see, it's going to be drama in Dallas, like that soap opera Dallas. We're going to get a little drama in Dallas if they don't go to the Super Bowl and Dak Prescott is just so-so. Well, I disagree with you on a few points, Jack. First, Daniel Jones has got some weapons this year. He didn't have weapons last year like he has this year. They picked up an incredible, I think it's going to have an incredible season, tight end and, and Waller. And Waller, yeah. They got some some really good uh, speed at receiver this year. Supposed to be making big plays, supposed to open up the offense, and, of course, he's got Saquon Barkley. I think he's under a little bit more pressure than you think. I think Daniel Jones has got the right attitude to play in New York. I think he's a, a, a calm, confident kind of kid. But I think he's going to be under the gun a little bit. If he doesn't – if the Giants don't take another step this year, what I mean by a step is to win a playoff game against a better team than Minnesota. Say they come up against, uh, uh, I don't know, Dallas or something like that. Just say. I think he's going to – I think they're going to expect the Giants – They're going to, fans are going to expect the Giants to win this year. I don't think they're – it, the Giants are still a year or two away. I, 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 I'm not a, you know, that much of a homer, but I still think there's got to be a little bit more improvement. They take a step back, and it's because of Daniel Jones. I think the Giant fans are going to be a little unhappy. Mac Jones, I think is, I think Mac Jones is still on his rookie contract, if I'm not mistaken, Jack. I think he's still on his rookie contract. Yeah, I think. He he, I, I agree with you. He I think he's. Third, yeah, he has a couple yeah. more years in the rookie contract. So, so I think, I think he's under a. a, a, a a lot more pressure than Daniel Jones. Um, and but he still doesn't have weapons, Jack. That's an excuse he's gonna be able to use. Well, that's your excuse that they picked up, you uh, know. Yeah, I mean, why, I mean, why. But the Pittsburgh Steelers got rid of him. I mean, he's a good receiver, but he's not a, a great receiver, you know what I mean? And he they don't have they, if they don't work their tight ends in the in the in the in the offense this year, hopefully O'Brien you know gets that offense going. If they don't, Mac Jones, who has been as you said, in Bill Belichick's doghouse, or he's been, you know, he's been pulled. I don't know what's going to happen over there. I don't think they'll pull him from Matt Corral yet because his first year with the Patriots. But at the end of the year, if there's nothing to lose, they may throw him in. So I agree with you. Dak Prescott, I don't know why people are thinking that for some reason he's going to be pulled. Who do they got? They got Cooper Rush. They got they got the kid Trey Lance that they just sent over there. There's nobody else in the league that they could pick up. There's there's no other quarterback available to them. Are they gonna draft a quarterback? Dak Prescott is. I think he's secure, Jack. I think that coach may not be secure, but I think Dak Prescott is secure until his contract at least runs out. I think they'll extend him too. I don't know. They're not gonna big money, Matt. Matt. I don't think they'll extend him this year, Jack. I don't think they're going to extend him this year. I think they're going to make him play and earn it. But I, I, I don't know why people think all of a sudden that Dak is expendable. <laughs> I mean, he's a, still a top 15 quarterback. Wouldn't you agree with that? No one is saying Dak Prescott is expendable. The question is, which quarterback of the three is under the most pressure? Uh, Daniel Jones is under the least pressure of the three. He's the giant quarterback next season, no matter what, okay. no matter what. So he's actually has some leeway not to succeed. He's got some leeway. They're not going to give up on him if he has a so-so season. He's a giant quarterback next year. Tyrod Taylor is the backup. They're never going to sit him down for Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Mac Jones would be expendable. Absolutely. He hasn't locked up the quarterback position long-term for the Patriots. The Giants are thinking of Daniel Jones as their franchise quarterback. The Patriots are taking a little more of a wait and see with Mac Jones, how he develops this year. He had a good rookie season, a bit, a second, in, but last year's second season, not so good. Dak Prescott is the big question. Is he a good quarterback? Yeah, but he he's regressed a little bit. Whether his regression is a permanent regression or just something over the last couple of years remains to be seen. But the Cowboys did go 12-5 and five with him. But 
it's what he does in the playoffs, Mac. They could go 12-5 and five again. I would settle for that in a snap of the finger. If I'm the Cowboys and you tell me I could go 12-5 and five this year, i take it. But if he shows up in the playoffs and he plays poorly the way he did against the 49ers last year, that's all people are going to remember. They forget he did win a playoff game last against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That Prescott played very well, very, very well last year in that playoff victory. But no one talks about that. Dallas is a conclusion team this year. What they do at the end. People keep saying, well, at the very least, they have to go to the NFC Championship game, be on the brink of a Super Bowl. I don't think that would be good enough for the fan base. I think they absolutely have to, at the very least, get to the big game. At the very least. Because I think there's a, people are restless. Cowboys, America's team. When was the last year they got to the Super Bowl? I mean, it's close to 30 years ago. Yeah. Think of that, Matt. Close to 30 years ago when they were last in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's ludicrous. I mean, for Tina calls themselves America's team. I mean, talk you know, about you know, it. Wow. You know, Jack, I look. I don't look just at the quarterback. I look at the surrounding pieces. And and this is where I think Dak will have a better year. He's got Cook there now. Brandon uh, Cook. Good, he's good. there. Yeah. Lamb, Lamb was really their only deep threat last year. They're still, yeah. they're still hurting at tight end. Yeah, I, think the, yeah. I don't think, I don't think the, the running game is that good in Dallas this year. They got a great defense. They got a great defense. There's no doubt about that. Their defense could win a couple games for them. I think. I think with the addition of Cook, I think with the uh, number 13 coming back, the, the the name escapes my mind right now. He's healthy, um, and 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 he gives the Giants fits. I think Dallas will have. Are you talking about Pollard? No, wide receiver. I, I'm trying to oh. remember. I'm trying Gallup. to remember. Yes, Gallup. I think you said that before. Gallup there. I think I think they're going to have a better passing game. And you're right, Dak has a problem with interceptions last year. We'll see what happens. I, I think they don't have a running game again this year, Jack. And that's that's oh, well, what they do. They, they they have Pollard and they have Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is missing the first two games because he was suspended by the league. But we'll, uh, he, Ronald Jones is a good back. He's, he's a good he's, back. He's a good back. Is he better than Zeke Elliott? Is he better than Zeke Elliott? At this point, yes. Let's go back two years. Let's go back two years. Let's go back two years. Is he better than Zeke Elliott two years ago? Ezekiel Elliott started to decline a couple of years ago. Ezekiel Elliott at his best, at his peak, was better. Right. Okay. So, no, so but Ezekiel Elliott's not the same back. So what are we talking what they, about? What Matt? I'm saying is they didn't win then, Jack, when he was at his peak. They didn't go to the Super Bowl then. What makes you think that Ronald Jones is going to help them go to the Super Bowl? I don't get that. Oh, so what's anyone going to help anyone else go to the Super Bowl? I could use that argument of wide receiver. Well, they didn't go to the Super Bowl when they had Amari Cooper. They don't right. have them now, so why should I say with Brandon? Because they got, they got, they're going they, to got they got a, they got three good wide receivers now. Lamb might even be better than good, so they got three good wide receivers right now, Jack. That gives they them had a it thousand. before when Amari Cooper was there instead of Brandon Cooks. That's that's well, the only difference. But Matt, that's that's not the point. That's not the question. The question is which quarterback. Is under the under most the pressure. pressure. Right, right. You can make a case for Dallas all you want. It's going to come down to the playoffs. They uh, can I, go I, fourteen and three on the season, hypothetically. And if they lose their first playoff game, that's all people are going to talk about. It's going to be for naught. The year is going to be considered a disappointment if they don't get it done in the playoffs. That's the bottom line. There's so much talk about Dallas underachieving. How many teams were 12 and 5 the last two seasons? And people are saying, well, Jerry Jones doesn't know what he's doing as GM. Again, I repeat, they were 12 and 5 the last two seasons. Yeah. Well, 24 and 10 total. They have been a darn good team. Well, you're talking, you think Prescott, I'm going to go with Mac Jones. I think he's under a little more pressure than Dak this year to win. So yeah, I will say this. The first quarterback who will get pulled 
if he's underperforming, it's going to be Mac Jones. That uh, what I understand your, where you're coming from. If that was the question, which is the first quarterback who's going to lose his starting job if he underperforms? Right. Then it, I then it would be Mac Jones. Gotcha. So if that's your word, fresher underperforming, if it's the same thing, I accept it. But Dak Prescott is under the most pressure because he's a big-name quarterback. Everyone in every city focuses on Dallas. They will focus on Dak Prescott. Dallas is a bigger market than New England, and the fan base there is probably more intense than the Giants fan base. I'm not saying they're better fans. I'm saying as far as being critical and the talk. I mean, like, you see these NFL games. They show the owners in the booth. They show Robert Kraft some of the time, great owner of the Patriots. They don't really show the giant owners, but they show Jerry Jones all the time. But Mac Jones is a first-round pick, Jack. He was going to he's going to go to the Patriots to be the new maybe Tom Brady. I don't know what they were thinking. No, no, but Mac Jones Jones was a first-round draft pick, Jack. Remember that. So yeah, so Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones went higher than Mac Jones. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. All I'm saying about Dak Prescott was not. That doesn't matter. Dak Prescott was drafted in the fourth round, but Dak Prescott. The expectations of a first round compared to a fourth round, you know the first that, round. It's irrelevant when it comes to Dak Prescott at this point in time because he's an established NFL quarterback. No one gives a darn when he was drafted at this point. It means absolutely nothing at this point in Dallas. Let's continue talking about Dak. Not that I want to, but it, the, the news sways me this way. So Dallas trades – for Trey Lance, a San Francisco third-string quarterback for a fourth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, or a seventh round. I forget. But it was for a, 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 another pick for next year, and he, they're picking up his salary also, which is like $2.9 million, something like that. Um, everybody's making a big deal out of this, Jack. He's going to be, you know, the, the the new Patrick Mahomes over with Dallas, that he's going to replace Dak, that, you know, this guy is – is, and then other people say he's – going at Mac. No one else is – and then you, I, 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 I'm all over the, the groups. You know that, Jack. And then you have the other one saying he's the development. I don't know how he's going to develop by not playing. So, in other words, Jack, let me pose the question to you. What does Dallas trading for Trey Lance mean for Dak Prescott? You see, the difference between you and I, Mac, you look at all these idiot chat groups was saying something like Trey Lance could maybe turn into another Patrick Mahomes. They're, they're idiots over there. They, they have no clue what they're talking about. You give them credibility. And yeah, I have well, to answer and I have to waste time by letting you know they have no idea what they're talking about, Mac. I can point your record. Listen, you were saying Zappy, oh, yes, New England should start him. Oh, he's their future quarterback. New England yeah. cut him. They exposed Zappi to waivers. That means any team in the NFL could have picked Zappi up right. for nothing. Any right. team. Right. No one picked him up. So New England took him back and put him on the practice squad. Right. But so Dallas, Dallas, traded, Dallas traded for him and is paying his salary, Jack. Oh, They're, now we're talking about Trey Lance. Okay, yeah. Trey Lance. Dallas gave up a fourth-round draft choice for Trey Lance. That's meaningful. Yes. A fourth-round draft choice has value. Because normally when a team drafts someone in the fourth round, you get a guy who could play, be it special teams, be it a backup. Maybe he could be a starter, depending on which unit, what position you're drafting in. So they like Trey Lance. Dallas had Trey Lance reportedly listed as a second round draft choice value. Had they, the year Trey Lance got drafted, the Niners moved up. Dallas would have actually drafted him in the second round. And when you draft a quarterback in the second round, that means there's a distinct possibility that he's going to be quarterbacking for you down the line. Look, the Eagles moved up in the second round to draft Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> they had Carson Wentz at the time. Carson Wentz was good at that time, but they saw the value in Jalen Hurts. He was too good of a value pick to turn down. 
The Cowboys are doing this with Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the third string quarterback this year. Let's be honest about it. If Dak Prescott goes down, Cooper Rush went, what, five and one or something like for Dallas last year as their backup? He's the guy who's going to quarterback the team. But what Dallas might be doing this particular season, unless Cooper Rush does something substantial, they're going to move on from him at the end of the year. And the plan is going to be for Trey Lance to be the backup quarterback. And whether he sees the field depends on Dak Prescott's situation. If Dak Prescott gets injured, Trey Lance could see the field. He could finally get to show what he could do. So, yeah, it could have implications for Dak Prescott, but not if he plays well. They're not going to look to replace him with Trey Lance. Trey, there's a reason the Niners moved on from Trey Lance. I mean, think of it. There's a reason they could have kept Trey Lance as their third-string quarterback, but they moved on from him. Look, the if Trey Lance was potentially a franchise quarterback, they would have had him play behind Brock Purdy this year. He would have been the second string. He wouldn't have gotten passed by Sam Donald. But they didn't have that faith in him. You didn't even have the faith in Trey Lance. To your credit, Mac, coming out of college, you didn't think he was going to be a good quarterback. So why would he be a threat to Dak Prescott if you've evaluated him as such? But with that said, the Cowboys are taking what's known as a chance. He's a developmental quarterback. If he looks great in practice, maybe Trey Lance elevates his game. He hits his potential. And he gives the Niners a bit of a long shot option to be their future quarterback. They have an eye on it as a as a outside possibility that Trey Lance could develop into an elite quarterback. Outside possibility. And it's worth it to them to trade a fourth round draft choice for them to have them, you know, on their team. Well I think I think it means a couple things to Dak. First of all, I, I it's nothing against Trey Lance. He's a humble guy. He apologized um you know to the to the team for not making second string. I mean the kids are he seems like a real good kid. He got hurt too in the fantasy. Well, I'm injured. talking about this year when he when he was uh, he didn't make second string. He kind of apologized. I you know Dak wanted the extension, fifty million dollar extension. Jerry Jones doesn't tell McCarthy or Dak that they're picking up Lance. He just does it and throws it at him. Here you go. This is what you got. You got to work with Trey Lance. And and let me put this up by Bergman first and 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 see what you think about this. He thinks Lance will be starting by week eight, Jack. How does Purdy get a free pass on what we saw and, and Lance did? Now, I don't know what Joe's saying here because Lance is now in the Cowboys. Purdy gets a free pass because he played well, and Lance didn't because Lance didn't play well. So I, I really just kind of confused in his comment here, Joe. I don't like, listen, Brock Purdy was Mr. Relevant. He was the last player taken in the draft and as a rookie. He came in and he played great managing the game. Brock Purdy is not going to be an elite NFL quarterback. He just did a wonderful job. Let's say, let's say hypothetically, Mac, we mentioned Cooper Rush before. Let's say Cooper Rush was the quarterback for the Niners instead of Brock Purdy. The Niners would have probably won the same way with Cooper Rush, but it's very difficult based on what Brock Purdy did last year for him not to start over, you know, Trey Lance, uh, you know, th this upcoming season where it was very difficult. How do you make Trey Lance the start if you're the Niners? You what are you going to say? Because we drafted him high, Brock Purdy sitting behind him. It wouldn't have gone over well with the rest of the team. No, no. You gotta, it's, yeah. it's a competition. You know, I think that Brock Purdy is better, better. than – uh, Jimmy G, how's that? That's my opinion. So I, I think he's Brock, uh, Jimmy, not Brock Purdy, does not a enough of a body of work. Of well, Brock I, I would say, I would say, from what I saw before he got hurt against the Eagles, that he was a better quarterback than Jimmy G. That's just my opinion. He's not. You know, he might going forward. Jimmy G's been hurt, so Brock Purdy might be better this year. And Jimmy G with being on the Raiders. So I don't want to say it's ridiculous, but he's not better than Jimmy G. Brock Purdy 
is a solid quarterback. You sometimes like to look at a quarterback ceiling. It, you know, what's the best he could be? Well, we know Brock Purdy could be another Alex Smith when all is said and done, maybe. But, you know, Brock Purdy's a game manager. He's not a difference maker. Jimmy right. G can be a, could be a difference maker. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't but think Jimmy so. G's been hurt a lot. He's been around. I agree. I agree. I, you know, I, you know, and you know, Joe, I, I think he got a fair shot. He got hurt. Yeah, he wasn't given his reps. I think, well, I don't think, how can you? You want to win. You you want to win, especially the 49ers. 49ers right now are built to win the Super Bowl. That's the problem that Lance was in, right? The, the, the 49ers were meant to go to the Super Bowl right now. They got the best defense in the league. They got one of the best running games in the league. They are built to win the Super Bowl. All they need is a quarterback. Lance couldn't do it. Lance got Lance got drafted in a great position. He went on a good team. He didn't go on a bad team, but that hurt his playing time too. So it was he was stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's why they went out and got uh, they got Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald, uh, you know who I'm. Sam Donald. Thank you, Sam Donald. That's why they went out and got him because they had no faith in Lance. Lance is inaccurate right now. His mechanics need work. He's he hadn't played that much football before he. He he got to San Francisco. He's he's it's a crapshoot to me. I'm serious. I mean, he could be who knows, Jack. He could be another Jalen Hurts. How's that? He could be that great one day. I don't think so. I don't think so. Jalen people, Hurts had a, a, a great college pedigree. Something Trey Lance, you know, exactly. doesn't have. Exactly. So to develop him, it's going to take a heck of a quarterback coach, a heck of an offensive coach. Uh, you know, it's going to take time for this kid to develop. Does Dallas have that time, Jack? Dallas is built to win the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, that he's Dallas, in, Dallas has the time position. to develop. He's, he's in the same position he was with San Francisco. The Dallas Cowboys are built to win now. They're not built to win two years from now. He'll be on the roster. Mac, Mac, he'll be on the roster, Trey Lance. He, the problem is he's not going to get a lot of reps in right. practice. He needs right. that badly to improve because he's with the third-string team. Unless Dak Prescott or Cooper Rush goes down, you know, he's going to have limited play in practice. I agree. I agree. That's going reason. to make it harder to get better, but maybe that's what he needs. No. Maybe he needs you to what he needs. What he needs, Jack, is to play. He needs to play. I mean, I would pay, take him over Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers, to be honest with you. Oh, come on, Mac, Mac, I would, Mac. I would, yeah, I would take him over Bryce Young, Jack. Mac, come Ooh. on. Get out of here, Mac. I would. Bryce, Bryce Young, before the year's out, is going to make his mark. He's going to make it clear that he's you're going just, to be you're, a you're top line you're, you're, you have no basis for that opinion, Jack. He hasn't even played for I saw him playing in college. Yes, so what? He played in college. How many, good, how many good college quarterbacks have, have not made in the NFL, Jack? You're just based. He hasn't even and played how many a game. Have? He hasn't even played a game yet, and you're saying he's going to be a great quarterback. I saw him at Alabama, oh, and I didn't use the word great, even though I wouldn't be surprised if he's a great quarterback. Bryce Young is going to have an excellent rookie year. He's not going to be have a Justin Fields type oh of rookie my God. year. He's Bryce not going to have an excellent year. Get off to a slow start. He's not going to have an excellent year. End of the year. Right now, Bryce, Bryce Young is going to be excellent. He might not even have a good rookie year, Jack. How's that? I don't think he'll he's have by the end of the year. It's going to become apparent. That the Carolina Panthers have their franchise quarterback and Bryce Young. Yeah, they're going to be growing pains, maybe for about twelve games into the year. <laughs> then Bryce Young is going to take off. He'll peak by the end of the year. Bryce so. Young, he'll he, he'll be a standout. I don't think so. I don't think so. I won't be able to see him. He's too short. You won't well, see him. Joseph Bergman is high on Trey Lance, but not Bryce Young. It seems right. And, uh, I, and okay. he's with me. I, I listen. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Well, Joe was agreeing with you all the time, so I got him back on my side. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think I really believe, and 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 I'm no big fan of Trey Lance, as you know, Jack. I think Trey Lance is better than Bryce Young. I think he's got more athleticism. He's taller, and I think uh, you know the injury's a problem. Bryce Young has problems with injury. He was he was hurt in college. Wait till one of the big guys hit him. It's all over. He'll be out. Well, for the Trey Lance. 
might hardly see the field this year. Odd saw he's not going to see the field much at all. Yeah. I don't think you're going to learn anything new about Trey Lance this year. I That's think the saying. plan is for next season for Trey Lance to be the backup. That would be the hope with Dallas, okay? Listen, Jack. Move him into second string next year. But listen, Bryce right. Young is the starter there on Carolina. They could have had him sit in the, you know, for this year part of the year and like learn, but he's ready to take off. And he has Frank Reich as his head coach in Carolina, who's, you know, a quarterback guru, even though he couldn't rehabilitate Carson Wentz. Right. Well, we already talked about Mac Jones, Joe, and I, I'll tell you right now, and you can ask Jack because this is true. I am not, I was not impressed with that quarterback class at all. I really wasn't. The only one I think that might have the mouth something will be Justin Fields one day. I don't think any of this. Mac Jones is, uh, he had a good rookie year, a, not such a good second year. I think going forward, you put the right players around Mac Jones, I think he'll be a Good, solid NFL quarterback. Good, good solid good. NFL quarterback. Which you can win a Super Bowl with a good, solid NFL quarterback. But I don't think we're going to look at Mac Jones like it's, you know, an elite quarterback like a Justin Herbert or Josh Allen. I don't think he's, you know, is that ever going to quite get to that level. But it doesn't mean they can't win with him and he shouldn't be a franchise quarterback. Let's stick with football here, Jack. Is Russell Wilson still an effective quarterback? Effective? He can be effective. I mean, just about any quarterback can be effective if you put the right players around them, run the right offense around them, let them manage the game in a certain way. Obviously, any team needs a running game, okay, for a quarterback to be effective, unless a quarterback is elite and can air it out on his own if the running game is lacking and he has the blocking to give him enough pass protection. Uh, but if you rely on Russell Wilson to take over a game, no, nah, no, nah, he's, he's not the quarterback that he was. He, he's just not. He slipped substantially. He was terrible most of the year last year. At the end of the year, he got better, but he still had a ways to go. I think he can be a Effective on the Sean Payton, but the question is, how much does Sean Payton have to protect them? How much does the offense have to compromise to make Russell Wilson succeed? I don't know. And, and look at the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson leaves that team, and they were actually a little better off with Geno Smith than Russell Wilson. So I just think Russell Wilson is long in the tooth. He'll be better than he was last year. I, you know, but I, I he, could he be effective? Yeah, yeah, he could be effective, but I'm not optimistic that Russell Wilson is that guy. So yeah, then yeah. uh, they're paying him all this money, Mac. I know they're paying him all this money. If they have to stick with Russell Wilson, practically, hey, I don't think anybody would would trade for him with that salary. That's for sure. Um, Russell, no, Wilson, no one, no one. Last last year, look, lucky like forgot everything he learned. I think Seattle used him up and got him old overnight. I think Seattle, I think Russell Wilson. Well, he took a lot of hits with Seattle. Sure. The offensive line was so bad there. He was constantly knocked down, sacked. It was getting out of hand. And he was losing his patience there. And Russell Wilson, too, has kind of been reportedly an aloof quarterback. He's not one of these guys who's one of the guys with his teammates. It's like he wants his own dressing room. He wants his own this. He wants his own that. Like he should be treated like a star, like be treated like a Patrick Mahomes. Not that Patrick Mahomes ever wants preferential treatment. I don't right. mean it that way. Right. He were, Russell Wilson was acting like he was one of the elite quarterbacks, like a real, real star. And I think Sean Payton basically put a stop to that. And basically, maybe he let Russell Wilson know, look, you have to adhere to what we say, and if you don't, you're going to be benched. And that, believe me, for a guy with Russell Wilson's ego, that's humbling. Could you imagine him sitting on the bench and they have a backup, and he makes Russell Wilson just one of the guys and nothing more than that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, what's funny, 
you know, I liked Russell Wilson a lot. You know that. I think I think he was. Uh, I'm starting to agree with Pags and you a little bit here. He was a, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback type. He was with Seattle. In fact, he made Seattle, uh, you know, Seattle a lot better than what they were. He running with the ball, he scrambled a lot, and uh, you know, he did take a lot of hits. I think you know some people can't handle success, Jack. Right? Some people, you know, they get successful, they don't know what to do with it. And I think Russell Wilson is one of those types of people. When he went to when he went to Denver. Uh, under a very weak head coach, he kind of called his shots because he, you know, the owner paid him that amount of money and he thought he deserved that. Yeah, he just, he kind of separated himself from the team and the team was very unhappy with him. Sean Payton, as you said, is a no nonsense guy. People say he sent there to help Russell Wilson. Sean Payton sent there to get the Denver Broncos back and winning again. That's He's not there for Russell Wilson per se. If he makes Russell Wilson what he was, which I don't know if he can, maybe they would win this year. They're not going to win it. So well, you I want think, to know something, Mac. It's how much power the quarterback commands compared to the coach. When Russell Wilson went to Denver, they signed him to a massive contract, massive right. contract, and they had a new coach, Paul Hackett. So who is ownership going to back in a dispute? They'll back the, the new quarterback who they're looking at as being a mega star. They're not going to back a new coach. So Russell Wilson commanded that type of power where Paul Hackett couldn't put him in his place. Now, one year removed from that, they have a new coach, Sean Payton. He's one of the big name hirings. He commands a lot of power as a coach. And Russell Wilson is coming off a miserable season. If push comes to shove and it's a power struggle, Sean Payton wins out. Sean Payton can get away with benching Russell Wilson. It's kind of like Robert Salon, Aaron Rodgers this year with the Jets. If Aaron Rodgers has an attitude, okay, Robert Salon's not putting him on the bench and saying, Zach Wilson's playing ahead of you, you're on the bench. Because ownership's going to think, well, it's a coach's fault for not having a good relationship with the quarterback. But I'm going to tell you, if Aaron Rodgers as a type of year this year for the Jets that Russell Wilson had with Denver last year, then by next season, if Robert Salah is still around, he could command some power. He could actually sit Aaron Rodgers on the bench if Aaron Rodgers isn't listening to him or whatever. I mean, it's I think, if a quarterback has a miserable season, Russell Wilson is a train wreck last I year. don't think Salah has that power, Jack. If no, it was no, 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 no. If it wouldn't was no, be no, baby. I don't think Salah has right, that much right. power. You're right. You corrected me. Good point. Robert Salah wouldn't be there next year no, if that happens. No Bill way. Belichick hypothetically came to the Jets. You know, when right. release, release him, he became the Jet coach. And Aaron Rodgers was the Jet quarterback coming off a terrible year. Belichick would have the power to bench Aaron Rodgers, do whatever the heck he wants. The there's type of power There's maybe three coaches that are, that would be able to do that, and Belichick is one of them. Uh, Joe brings up one of our favorite quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, another one who – even at a young age, is used up. I think Kyler Murray is not used up. I think Kyler Murray has a lot of issues, more issues maybe than Russell Wilson. He's very immature. His teammates don't like him. Um, you know, he's he's hurt because he's he's a scrambling quarterback, and they running quarterbacks get hurt just like Jackson does. So I mean, I, I, I Kyler Murray is just uh, I, you can't even put him in Wilson's class if you want to go. You know how many years that Russell Wilson's played. Kyle Murray was a mistake. I remember. Who did they get rid of? Who did they get rid of to get Kyle Murray, Jack? Um, uh, was it what, Matt Lineart? No, it was a pretty Matt good Lineart was with Arizona. Yeah, he was, but I don't think it was Matt Lineart. It was a pretty good quarterback they got rid of. They just drafted him, I think, the year before. I'll have to look it up later. But I, I know there well, was – Well, Arizona drafted Matt Lineart. And, and I know they brought the, the coach in and the coach wanted – Kyle Murray. Wait, not Matt Lineart. No, 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 no. Forget it. I'm thinking from a different era. It was Josh right. Rosen. Right. Josh Rosen. I'm was, I forget it. I'm thinking right. Matt Lineart when he was number 11 in the draft, drafted around the same time as Josh yeah. Rosen. Excuse right. me. Josh my, Rosen. My, my Josh they're Rosen both was, drafted by Arizona. I just and they were both first-round picks, right? 
So they ended up getting yeah. rid of Rosen to bring Kyle Murray in, and they thought Kyle Murray was a better athlete or whatever. He had a good rookie year. Well, in fairness to Kyle Murray, he, he showed he could be a quality quarterback if it all came together. Once you have Mac, Mac, this is my philosophy. Once you have one really good NFL season, you showed you can play in the league. You prove yourself, but you got to keep on proving I yourself. I agree. I know they say the defense is the catch up to quarterbacks. But you can make adjustments. Kyler Murray's been hurt. There were big-time maturity issues. Yes. Um, Jim Jeff Cole pointed that out from, you know, stuff he's heard, you know, around right. the league of people associated with Kyler Murray. Uh, Arizona's going to have a major decision at the end of this season in all probability because Kyler Murray's been hurt. I don't think the season's going to end successfully for Arizona. If they're in a position to draft a franchise quarterback next season, which I think they're going to be. Do you stick with Kyler Murray? He may I, not play I don't this think year. so. He may, I not think even play this he may not even play this year, what they're saying, Jack. They're not sure if he's going to be able to play this year. They'll go after Caleb Williams. If they get a shot at him from USC, they're going to go after Caleb. If Williams is available at number one overall. And he has the type of year he had last year, and he, his trajectory is going to be as a real star. How do you not, unless unless Kyler Murray shows you something, you know, at the end of the year, and you think, you know, we can win with him. We're going to stick with him, or maybe we can't get rid of his contract, and you can get a boatload in exchange for the number one pick, if Arizona has the number one pick. Right. Arizona, for all we know, could slip down to the second overall pick. We're already talking how bad they're going to (laughs) be. And it might not be a quarterback is quite on the level of Williams. And they might think, you know, we might be better off just sticking with Kyle and Murray. Let's see how the season plays out. I I agree. I agree with that. I don't. I from what I've been reading, Kyle Murray, like I said, may not even play this year. He's not going to play a bit of this year, but he may not even be back. So we'll, well see. Well, Arizona too. I don't know the quarterback situation. They released Colt McCoy. It looked like yep. he was going to start. Who did that? Jake Browning starting uh, for him? Uh, yeah, you they know, picked I up mean, somebody it's, from. It's a mess they, there. Did they pick up somebody from Cleveland or, or another team? To be their starting quarterback. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah. yeah. So Dobbs. we'll see. What yeah, I'm sorry. Dobbs. That'll be interesting. Yeah. That should be interesting. One Dobbs more has moved around the league. He, went he has. Yeah. Dobbs yes. actually, let me tell you what these young quarterbacks, uh, you know, you think they have all this potential. Like, let's take Tennessee, like Malik Willis. Malik Willis. They were talking about him being a number one pick. He slipped to the third round with Tennessee, drafted him. He didn't perform that well for the Titans. And then the Titans have the final game of the regular season last year, playing Jacksonville to see who would go to the playoffs. Malik Willis is on the bench, and Dobbs is starting for them. They figure he has more experience to run the offense. And it doesn't say much for a young quarterback if he's going to get seated down for a veteran who's kicked around all over the league. They got an interesting they got an interesting decision to make over there because they got Willis who's played better from what I understand. He's better than he was last year. And Levitz. You got Tannehill, you got Tannehill and Levitz. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Maybe not this year, but in a couple of years, Jack. Well, you know, um, they, they drafted Levis in the second round. So between Malik Willis and Levis, and they have Tan and Hill. One of the, you hope one of the backups, you know, Levis and uh, Malik Willis develops. Right. You know, sometimes it's not a bad thing. Sometimes I think, Mac, if a team wants to be bold, all you do is draft quarterbacks in the draft, send them all to camp, and hope someone emerges as your guy. That's going to be. Jonathan Taylor still hasn't signed. He's still have, he's not going to be traded. So we'll see what happens with Jonathan Taylor. That's the last I've heard on you. Well, for Jonathan Taylor, the Colts are not going to get, I don't think, a draft choice that would make it meaningful enough. Jonathan Taylor's got nowhere to go. Did you see what they wanted for him, Jack? That was – that was Miami, that was ridiculous. Anyway, Yeah, the Colts uh, – <clears throat> Mac, 
The Colts were being unreasonable. If they tell Jonathan Taylor, yeah, you can work out your own deal. We want a number one. We want this. We want that. They're not going to get that with Jonathan Taylor. He's a great back, but they don't give up these number one picks so easy the way, you know. They wanted, Jack, they wanted from Miami, they wanted Waddle as one of the pieces. Oh, come on. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. I, I will say something. If Jonathan Taylor's healthy, it's not a ludicrous deal. He's an outstanding back. But, but keep this in mind. If Miami needed a back so badly, they would have gotten Brandon Cooks. I mean, uh, oh, boy. Cooks. Uh, the Jet back, not Brandon Delvin, Cooks. Delvin, uh, Delvin Cooks. Delvin Cooks. Delvin Cooks. Yeah, right. I got my Cooks mixed up. There's a lot of Delvin Cooks in Cook. Cook. <laughs> Delvin Cook wanted to go back to Miami. That was his hometown. <clears> and the yep. Dolphins didn't push to get him. So, and they could have gotten him but you know, nothing, Dalvin Cook. So why would they be giving up these draft choices for Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor's a little better than Dalvin Cook. But why would they give up all this capital for him? The Colts are being unreasonable. I think the Colts are thinking, work out your own deal. When you see there's no market, we'll take you back. You'll play for us. Yeah. You know who Jonathan Cook should be mad at? The Players Association. Those are the deals they made, the market on running backs. That, you know, those are the deals. That's what the territory is. Listen, Josh Jacobs came back to the Raiders. Because Josh Jacobs is finally seeing if you can't beat him, you may as well join him. I'll get what money I can. I'll do the best I can under the circumstances. And maybe that's what Jonathan Taylor should have done. But Jonathan Taylor wants big running back money, he's not going to get it at this point because the Colts aren't obligated to pay him back. I agree. I agree. One quick thing about one more about Jonathan Taylor from Joe. He would have loved to see him on the Eagles. Well, I, yeah. uh, I, mean, I think they, got, they team, got a running back from the Lions. Swift, every, but, every, you know, every Fletcher Cox is an eagle have, icon. You just want to trade yeah, Fletcher gonna, Cox. Yeah. Flex and a third rounder. Would retire. Indianapolis do that? They'll retire. Cox Why would Indianapolis play. want Fletcher Cox? Indianapolis isn't a contender this year. Fletcher Cox has maybe one more season left, maybe two at most. So what good would he do Indianapolis? Not so you're getting Fletcher yeah. Cox in the third round of an elite running back? I mean, yeah, Colts with the Colts win it. I don't know. So let's let's go one more uh, football question. The one I threw in there at the end. I'm interested in your opinion, Jack. Right, Kansas City. Jones hasn't signed with them yet, and they got the tight end Kittle on there begging him to come back, sending out messages over the internet. Um, they say that without him there, that the the uh, the San Francisco 49ers are winning percentage drops a lot without Chris Jones on the field. They've yeah. lost. They've yeah, lost. I don't know. They've lost a lot of uh, weapons there. Do you think San Diego has a better team this year than the Kansas City Chiefs? No. I mean, they might they beat them out? Might the Chiefs have a Super Bowl hangover? They haven't had a Super Bowl hangover in, the, you know, the couple of Super Bowls they went to before. After winning a Super Bowl, they went to the Super Bowl the next year. That's not a yeah. hangover. Yeah. And uh, the year after that, they should have gone to the Super Bowl, but they blew a lead in the AFC Championship game to Cincinnati. And last year, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chargers are dysfunctional. I, I can't trust them. I'm taking a look at their roster here. They have some big-name players yes. that are yes. like Keenan Allen, their wide receiver. Joe, Joey Bosa, I mean, what a you know great pass rusher with Khalil Mack. Yeah. Justin Herbert, one of the best, you know, quarterbacks in the NFL. They have echoes, you know, running back. I mean, they're, I mean, yes, some impact players. Yes. But when you're up four touchdowns to a novice Jacksonville Jaguar team who's just happy to be in the playoffs, just happy to be there, and the Jaguars come back and beat you. You think I'm going to trust you the following year? I'm not trusting you at all. I'm not trusting the Chargers to anything. I think they can make the playoffs perhaps in spite of themselves. Sometimes someone does something in spite of themselves. I think they're so good they can win more on talent than they lose. 
but uh, I just don't trust them. Well, Brandon you know, Staley, their coach, who's I've, like I've, erratic in his play calling. I've I've looked at some teams that when they went to the Super Bowl and they lost some really bad games before they went. Giants were one. They lost to the Rams in overtime. I remember that game vividly, sixteen to thirteen. The following year, they one went to the half, Super Bowl. yeah, yeah, they went to the Super Bowl. So I think that. As you said, San Diego's loaded this year, Jack. They're loaded. The quarterback's, what, in his fourth year? I, I think he's got some maturity now. If he doesn't, well, if anybody gets hurt. But I think San Diego has a better team than Kansas City this well, year. Well, they called L.A. technically, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, they, but they're all, they've always been loaded. It seems years ago when they were the San Diego Chargers, they were loaded. They, you yeah. know? Yeah. And there's a certain chemistry you need. They had the same players, Mac, last year that blew the lead to the Jaguars. No, I know. And what was, you know, Boza, Khalil Mack, and all those big I names? I think Mack was hurt. I think Cleo was hurt last yeah. year. Yeah, but okay. Four years, Mack Jack. has been Four hurt years. a lot. Yeah. Mack has been hurt throughout his career. I mean, yeah. I remember with Khalil Mack when he was with the Bears, they were talking about him being, you know, with the Raiders, I mean, and Bears. They were talking about him being the next uh, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And they asked Bill Belichick, who coached Taylor when he was the defensive coordinator of the Giants. Belichick never says anything controversial. And rather than compliment Mac, he said, we're talking about Lawrence Taylor here. Right. Why are you like, in other words, he said, why are you making a comparison? Come on, right. are you kidding me? Right. I don't right. know what Belichick have said that about a few other players. He would have thought Taylor was better than them. But he wouldn't have maybe stopped and made that remark about maybe, you know, if you mentioned an Aaron Donald to him, I don't think Belichick would have said we're talking about Lawrence Taylor. probably would have said, no, no, he reminds me of LT in certain ways. Wow. He would have been more diplomatic in his talk. A little bit more withdrawn. Justin Herbert's the expert. I'm high on Justin Herbert. I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. He's going to continue as such. They've had a big problem protecting them, but that's the story in the NFL. I mean, we hear that with every team, Mac, the offensive line, having trouble protecting the quarterback. But he got hit a lot last year, Justin Herbert. You know, he's shown a certain durability, but have they really addressed the offensive line? You know, I don't see it exactly. I think I think with I think San Diego is better this year. That's just I, I well, they were. They made the playoffs last year. What do you consider better? Um, enough to. Well, you're going to have your predictions tomorrow, right? So, but you. It sounds like you feel they could take a serious run at going to the Super Bowl. I do. I do. I think they got that type of team this year. So we'll they, see. They have the X factor, but people thought that last year. Let's go back one year. There were people who were picking them to go to the Super Bowl. I think Byron Williams picked them. You know, if I'm not mistaken, and there was something about them. You looked at their players, and they had certain impact players on their roster. Yeah. And we felt that could be a team that could surprise a lot of people. I mean, they 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 looked like that type of team. And again, I can't get over the way they bowed out of the playoffs. They think, struggled all I last season. City, I think I think there's a couple teams that are going to take a step back this year. I think Kansas City is one of those teams. I really do. I think Kansas City is one of the teams that are going to step back this year. It's 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 been such a big turnover the last. What Patrick Mahomes did and Chiefs did last year is remarkable to me. I didn't think they would beat the Eagles, but they really the, the, the turnover they've had in the last two years, Jack. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think. I think the Chargers will finish first this year. Kansas City might get in as a wild card. That's just it little, could that's, happen. You know, the, the NFC West has changed so much from a year ago. Last year, we had four teams everyone was so high on. They didn't know how to separate them. Kansas City, the L.A. Chargers, the Denver Broncos, and the Las Vegas Raiders. What a difference a year makes. No one takes the Broncos and the Raiders seriously this year. It's no, no. our supremacy in the division. We already basically are deciding it's going to be one-two between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, they're going to be the top two, and Denver and the Raiders are three and four. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's pretty much decided. But last year, you could have picked any of those four teams to win the division. A lot it's of talk. To forget, you could have picked the Raiders to win the division last year. No one would have blinked. No, no one would have blinked. You pick them this year, and people will say, are you kidding me? Yeah, what are Same you talking about? I agree. I agree. Um, Jack, one more before we go. We're getting to the top of the hour. Make it quick. I'll pass on Philly. We'll go right to the, the Dodgers. The Dodgers have a built in. Well, we're talking football all show. Why do you have to dirty this show? No, we got it. We got it. We got plenty nah. of football to talk tomorrow. Dodgers, your opinion. Can they win the World Series? Or not can they? Will they win the World Series this year, Jack? No, the Braves, I, the team I picked to win the World Series, people laugh at me because I picked the Yankees to go to the World Series and obviously not going. So I'm going to get ridiculed for that. But keep that in mind. I picked the Braves to beat the Yankees in the World Series. I'm on track for that. Uh, the last two, two games, Braves played the Dodgers. I don't know where they statement games, but the Braves beat them in both. But yeah, anyone can go to the World Series. Max. I agree. Any I agree. Team, something about baseball. Once you're in the playoffs, you go on a run. Look at the Phillies last year. The Phillies going into the playoffs were not considered as good as the Dodgers, not considered as good as the Braves, not considered as good as the Mets, not considered as good as the uh, Padres. Yet they found a way to go to the World Series. They won series. Baseball is a weird sport. Whoever's playing better at the time, and, and there's no explanation for why a team's playing better or worse at that moment in baseball. In football, it's different. A team could sometimes force their way to win a game. They could will their way to win a game. You don't will your way to win baseball games the way you could maybe do it in football. You could will your way to execute in football at times, but I think I think I think, I think I think it's more physical in football. I think you can will, will to win in baseball. I, I Yankees versus the Braves when they were down and they came back. I think that was a little bit of a will. They started a momentum change. Momentum change. I know what you mean, though, Jack. I, I don't disagree with you. I just I just think. A will is 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 to impose a physical will or a mental will. They're, they're different things. I think the Dodgers, for all for the last few years, for all the money they've spent and all the great players they got, I'm surprised they haven't gone there yet. I don't think they're going. Well, to they won the World Series like a few yeah, years three, ago. Three years ago, okay. For, say, three say years for ago, yes. Yeah. The past two years, they've their their team is 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 unbelievable, and and. You know, Mookie Betts is just an unbelievable player, and they got a good pitching staff. I don't know what the problem is there, why you would lose to the Phillies, or, you know, why you're losing to the Braves the way you're losing. It's got to be chemistry. It's got to be something there. Do you think that maybe because they're an all-star team that that's against them, Jack, when they get into the playoffs? No, I think in baseball the term slump is the key word. You don't hit a slump. In other sports, the same way. In basketball, a player can be cold shooting the ball. You see, you know, someone else picks up the slack. Much right. easier. You know, a few guys aren't going to slump in uh, in basketball. For a given game, the shooting could be terrible for a yeah. team. But it's not going to be that way a few games in a row. It's just one night and then you're back to normal, you know, the next night. But baseball, you know, it's like... I saw a movie once, you know, uh, and Tom Selleck was the main actor. He talked about a bad, a high tide, low tide, high tide, low tide. Sometimes the whole team isn't hitting at a certain point. They just hit a certain wall. And the problem is you hit that wall in the playoffs three games and then it could be over. Yeah. Okay. For you, you know, it's a small window. And I've seen a whole team go cold. All the bats go cold at once. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it, it doesn't make sense, but it's true. One bad outing by the pitcher. Pitcher could have a great year. He just has a bad game, and you know, and the whole team goes down because of that. I agree. Well, folks, that's it for the Mac and Jack Sports uh, debate show. Tomorrow we have the big football show on, guys. We're going to be having all our picks. Of course, our guests. Uh, you saw Byron Williams has already picked his teams. Uh, Keith will, Keith Angle will, the Philly sports guy will, Jack, me and Jim Jeffcoat will. Uh, there'll be some surprises for me, at least. I guarantee you that. And it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll follow. We'll see what happens at the end of the year. Uh, 
who is the best at picking where the teams finish. So from me and Jack, you guys have a great day. Take it easy out there on the roads tonight. Don't get in too much trouble. We'll see you Sunday morning, the big football show from 8 to 10 a.m. Have a great night, folks.